Welcome everyone to episode 374 of the Thumbstick Athletes Podcast. I'm your host, Dan. I'm well. Uh, today's topic is going to be the best of the original Xbox. So we're going to be talking, I mean, I don't know about you, Will, but I wrote down like five or six of my favorite games. But then um, as people were commenting on our, on our posts, uh, there was definitely some gems on there that I didn't necessarily get to play uh, that, we'll, that we'll be talking about also. But uh, yeah, and then I got a bunch of honorable mentions for those those types of games. So yeah. I have I, I did mine in a top five, uh, and then from there I kind of have some honorable mentions as well. Yeah, yeah, and then like I said, yeah, some stuff I didn't didn't get a chance to play, but that that other people suggested. So yeah, uh, that's going to be our main topic. Will, do you have anything you want to tease for later on in the episode? Uh, yeah, I mean, I played a little bit of Octopath Traveler, but not too much. Mm-hmm. Um, it's been really hard to sit down and play some games recently. Yeah, I agree. A uh, lot going on. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. Especially for you. Uh, yeah, yeah. Which we'll, we'll get into uh, during yeah. during our weeks. Uh, we're going to be talking about the Nintendo Switch Online. Our experience setting that up. Uh, the four thumbstick athletes and then the four people in... Well, myself, I guess, is included in both those camps. But uh, And then the four of us that, that play games in my household... Uh, set up the family share thing so uh, we'll talk about that a little bit uh, i also brief i not briefly but probably three or four hours worth of tomb raider which i'll talk about during what i played uh I, I wanted to have the episode for this week but i wanted to play more i didn't get the chance to play more so that will probably be that will be next week's episode uh and then the week after that will be life is strange because that comes out on friday of next week so yep i can't wait to play that one yeah i know me neither not too far off. Not too far off. Uh, I also wanted to apologize. Uh, I couldn't do a live stream this this for this week's episode. I, my internet has been rubbish. I don't know why, but the, the past two days it's been far worse than usual. Uh, it went out earlier today for like half an hour, two or three times, and I just didn't get the chance to call. Uh, not that they're ever helpful uh, over there at Charter Spectrum. Anyway, uh, they pretty much tell you to re- reboot your modem, and that's that's it. So that's all they do to help. So it's almost not worth it um, to call them. So I apologize to uh, listeners and fans and and whatnot that we didn't did, aren't doing a live stream this week. Uh, but I was I started the live stream and I was getting like between seventy five and ninety percent dropped frames. Uh, which to me is not good enough to have a live stream. Uh, on a normal night, I'll have like 1% or 2% dropped frames uh, since my internet issues has have started. For a while there, I was getting zero dropped frames, which is how it should be, but it's too much to ask, apparently, in 2018 to have decent internet. Someplace that's not in the sticks. I don't live yeah. in the sticks. I live in a decently populated area. So it's incredibly frustrating, and I don't know what to do about it, but, you know... Yeah, I was just going to bring up how we're having some severe internet issues, so uh, yeah. if things seem a little bit disjointed at times, that's probably why we've been having a ton of that, issues. That's because our Skype call is messing up. <laughs> I didn't want to add any more than the Skype call to the to the upload space because it's it's apparently too much. Yep. So I'm hoping uh, I can get the, that it all resor- resolved and, and get back to the live stream next Thursday, so... Uh, we will try our best to do that. Uh, so without further ado, well, let's get into uh, some best of the original Xbox. Uh, so this came out, I remember, I think it came out in, it, it was 2001 that it came out. It came out the year I was a senior uh, in high school, and I wasn't really that interested. I was more I was more a PlayStation guy at that point. I had a PlayStation. I was saving up for PlayStation 2. Uh, and then a game called Halo came along uh one of our one of our friends got an xbox first uh we teased him mercilessly for it because console wars you know that's yeah, that's yeah. how we did things yeah you're a teenager park, yep south park had that totally right with you know teasing your friends for having their own console um so yeah uh but one time he had a bunch of us over to play to play his xbox and we played halo and it was amazing uh and that alone was enough to convince me uh to to get an Xbox, and I got one later that spring. Uh, the year, I, you know, the year was a senior when I graduated in 2002. Uh, so that's my first game on the list. Uh, you can't mention Xbox without mentioning Halo. I think that that legitimized the console like right away. 
Yeah, I, I also had Halo on my list, Dan. Um, Halo, wh- I remember being like, what, how how old? Seven, eight years old playing the original Halo? Was, yeah, if you, you got to figure it was, if it came out, in, I, I got mine in 2002, so that's 16 years ago. Okay, so yeah, I was a, I was a youngin' playing Halo mm-hmm. at that time. I w- it wasn't my first fir- first person shooter because that was Unreal Tournament, but this was a uh, a game that I played a lot of at a young age. And there will also be another Halo game on my list as well, which we'll get to. Uh, but yeah, I mean, Microsoft and Halo are, you know, one and the same. You know, without the success of Halo, who knows where Microsoft's console is? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, that's kind of the defining game of my. Uh, later years, I, I'm not not my childhood, but because I was a uh, you know I was uh, 18 uh, when that when that came out and, and I started playing it. So yeah, it was definitely but definitely a defining game. I mean, we we've talked about it before, but we would uh, me, Corey, Eric. I think you were too young at the time, Will, but uh, we would we would go to our friend Jared's house and spend the entire weekend at his house in his basement with four TVs. Never quite 16 people. We we had. Uh, 16 people <laughs> we were close to 16 people a couple times i think we had like 12 or 13 yeah as a maximum but yeah four tvs four consoles uh and we would just play halo the entire weekend literally the entire weekend barely sleep barely eat uh other than you know a pizza break here and there um but yeah those those were the days uh, our cousin came up for a few of those uh he brought his friend uh destroyer do you remember did you ever meet destroyer i might have yeah but I doesn't ring a bell. Okay, yeah. I actually was when I was thinking of this earlier, I couldn't come up with his name, but it was it was Dave the Destroyer. Uh, <laughs> he, he brought him up uh, for the weekend. It was it was good times playing that. So, yeah, you can't mention the original Xbox without Halo. So that's first on my list. Yeah, and I guess we should just roll into Halo Two, right? Halo Two, yep. Um, I mean, Halo Two was everything Halo was, but just a little bit better. Um, better online. Better well, it online. was actually online. Yeah, and they actually introduced a cool, a couple cool things into the game where you play as the Covenant, mm-hmm. um, which is was something I really liked. I was always kind of fascinated with the Covenant. Uh, like when I play Halo Wars, I always play as the Covenant. So it's kind of cool to be able to play as the Arbiter and kind of get a little bit more of the their part of the story. Yeah. Um, that was a really interesting thing for me in the game. Um, and they introduced a couple cool things like the Battle Rifle. Battle Rifle was awesome. Did that have dual wielding? Or was that Halo 3 that first had dual wielding? Halo 3 added dual wielding. Okay. Sure. Oh, no, you know what? Maybe the SMGs you could dual wield. That's that's what I thought, but I couldn't quite remember. Because I get Halo 2 and 3 confused quite a bit. You know what, Dan? I think the SMGs... Because you remember they got rid of the assault rifle in Halo 2? Yeah. And they added the battle rifle and the submachine guns? Mm -hmm. I think that's... And you could dual wield the submachine guns. Okay. So that's what it was. I think that's what happened. Um, but yeah, I mean, Halo 2, great campaign. Um, they remade it recently. It's just all around solid Halo game. Probably my favorite. Ah, no, Halo 3 is my favorite Halo. Never mind. Yeah, I'm in the Halo 3 or Halo Reach were my favorite Halos. Mm-hmm. Uh, Halo Reach because of the campaign. But Halo 3 definitely was what my, my multiplayer heyday. Yeah. Yeah, so Halo 2. Dan, I'm assuming you had Halo 2 as well. Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah. Uh, definitely didn't play Halo 2 as much as Halo 1, though. Um, like I said, I kind of returned to form with Halo 3 a little bit. Uh, Halo Reach, because well, that's Xbox 360, but um, that was my favorite campaign other than the first one, I would have to say. Mm-hmm. Um, but there was another game that actually convinced me to get uh, an Xbox, and that's Rally Sport Challenge. Uh, so anyone who's listened to this podcast for a while knows I'm I'm casually into rally uh i like watching it when i can i love rally games that's only kind of the only type of racing i i care about uh i do like the like the forza games and stuff like that but i'm not really into racing other than other than rally so rally sport challenge was an amazing rally game uh and that was the when i bought my xbox those were the two games that i got was halo and and that's all i could afford i was in high school that's all i could afford for quite a while um so those, I played those two games just endlessly for that whole summer after I graduated. It was, it was great. I remember you playing Rally Sport a lot. Yeah, it's um, good stuff. Yeah, it's one that I never ended up playing. I just remember watching you play a ton of. Mm-hmm. Now, 
Dan. Yes. I'm assuming you're going to have this next game on here. Knights Probably. of the Old Republic. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's, yeah. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, so that's another one I have on there. I didn't play this game nearly as much as you guys did, but, you know, this is a, a classic RPG game uh, in the BioWare, Bio, BioWare developed universe of games. Um, you know, the you know good choices, bad choices. You know, it was kind of the first game within that style, right, that would do that sort of thing. Um. Yeah, that like kind of spawned the Mass Effect and uh, uh, Dragon Age like systems. Yeah, you know? that's kind of what I'm saying. Like that kind of system where you know there's good choices, bad choices. It affects the world and how characters interact with you. Yep. Um, yeah, as far as I know, there may be an earlier example, but it's nothing that I'm aware of. I don't know if this game came... Well, I'll talk about the other game that I think might be along that line, too, that influenced all these other games. But, um, yeah, I mean, you can probably speak to Knights of the Old Republic way better than I can. Yeah, uh, I played I played that. That's another game I played religiously on the Xbox. Um, it's probably my favorite Star Wars game, too. Uh, just running through the titles in my head, and I looked quickly through my Steam steam library of, of the star wars games i would have to say that that's probably my favorite star wars game and the and the one that i played the most that or knights of the Old republic 2 i go back and forth on which one i like better um but yeah other than maybe star wars galaxies in its heyday i would say knights of the Old republic is a consistent consistent favorite for me yeah um was knights of the Old republic 2 on original xbox as well mm, yes yeah okay so both of the old republic games would be on this list as well um yeah no that's one of the ones that i have on there good stuff yeah uh another classic fable i also have fable (laughs) now what i what i was referring to about like the good and bad choices affecting the world did fable come out before old republic because that could be one that would be an earlier game that would you know influence i don't know i'll have to look that up i'm calling it up right now here you can check one i'll check the other I'll check Fable. Please date. Yeah, September 14th, 2014. 2014? Yep. 20, 2004. Sorry. Uh, I was going to say, I was like, huh. Uh, okay, so Knights of the Old Republic was 2003. Okay, so yeah, it came out before. Okay, so Knights of the Old Republic was one of the first games that saw. But Fable, I think you and I are the biggest defenders of Fable on this podcast. Yeah. Um, we both very much enjoy the series. I know Eric and Corey like the series, but they don't like it that much. Yeah. Um, uh, I mean, this, I mean, despite, so I was very disappointed with Fable. I'll get that out of the way. Uh, it was one of those games that uh, it, it it was the the like first version, at least for me, of No Man's Sky. Like, you know, Peter Molyneux would go out into the media and he would talk this game up and all the things that he wanted to happen in the game. Like, oh, if you if you plant an acorn, like it'll grow over there over time and you'll see how you see how the world changes and all that stuff. And it never ended up being that cool. Uh, but it was a solid like uh, like action RPG type of game. Uh, you know, it was fun. It was whimsical. It was colorful. Um so it was a good game. I think I think the reason why it's not always fondly remembered is because it didn't live up to expectations. Yeah. Um, it was still a good game, I thought. Yeah, like I always enjoyed the I these games, like I'm not playing it for like the crazy like planting an acorn, having it grow into a tree over time. Like I'm not playing it for stuff like that. Like I'm playing it cuz the the RPG elements are fun where you can fight and hack and slash, build your character, do cool magic. Like, I like stuff like that more. Yeah. Um, and Fable was a game that I always had a ton of fun playing because, like, you could use cool uh, swords and stabs and stuff like that. But then you could use, like, a gun, too, which is another really cool thing yeah. while casting magic. Like, just cool, like, you being able to do these different elements of combat, which you can mix and match to how you how you want, really. Yeah. So I was always a big fan of the Fable games. Fable, the original Fable, isn't my favorite. Um, I was a big fan of two and three, though. So two, two is definitely my favorite of of all the Fable games. Two is like, where you have the dog, right? Yeah, that's where they. Yeah, yep. Uh, there's the dog. Uh, three was good. Uh, they messed up the timing with three. 
uh, because they 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 played up the whole revolution aspect in Fable Three, like overthrowing the king. But it turns yeah. out that happens like a third of the way through the game or half half the way through the game. So and then it, you're fighting very, some weird darkness. Right? Yeah, out of nowhere. And I never I, I didn't like that. I wanted it to just be like overthrowing the king and then becoming the king and maybe doing some stuff afterwards. But I wanted that part to be the end game and not not the, the second part of the game. So, yeah, that's, that's what was disappointing about it for me. Um, so Fable 2 definitely was my favorite. Yeah, well, Fable 3 might be as a mechanical game might be the best Fable yeah. to story and everything was better yeah in my opinion so mm-hmm. uh yeah so fable fable is awesome i still wish fable 2 would come to steam you know what dan the fable 2 and 3 used to be on steam i don't think 2 ever was was 3 then yeah i have 3 and i've played it on steam okay so fable 3 is on steam because you can't buy them anymore oh really on steam i think because they because you know Microsoft has their own game client now, mm-hmm. so I think they removed all of their older games and put them on that. Because I wanted to buy Fable Three and play it on Steam, but it's gone. So that's stupid. I have Fable Three. If you would just want to use my library sometime to play it, uh, although I, I did should. notice I did notice Recore's on Steam now. Did you know that? I did not know that actually. Yeah, I was just browsing through the front page and I saw it on there. I was surprised. Hey, let me let me type Fable in and see what comes up. Fable: The Lost Chapters. Yeah. Fable Anniversary. Okay, so Fable Anniversary is on there. Yeah, that's the not remake, remake of the first one, right? Yeah, it's it's updated, I guess. I don't think it's. I don't know. Maybe it's fully remade. I don't. I never played that version, so can't uh, speak to it. Mostly positive. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, that, I guess the the original uh, for everyone uh, who fully remastered with HD visuals, audio. Uh, rendition of the original game that fans uh, and new players will recognize. Okay, that's cool. Okay, so it is the first game. You know what? While we're here and talking about Fable, I'm going to look up real quick why Fable 2 isn't on PC. I'd be curious. First first suggestion, why is Fable 2 it's not on PC? Um, It is weird that 3 would be. Um, they're, it's, uh, oh, it's on that. <laughs> someone set up a petition on change.org for it. Oh, really? Yeah. Um, I don't, it doesn't seem like there's a consensus as to why. Yeah. No one's, no one knows. No. It's a mystery. Sad. Great gaming's greatest mysteries. Fable two. Yeah. It, you pro- I, I wonder if it's even on um, backwards compatibility for Xbox. Oh, one. it might be. That would be a great place to play it. Let's see if I can find my controller. Ugh. Yeah. Um. Do you want me to go on to my next game while you do that? Yeah, go for it. Uh, so my next game, uh, also a game that I played on uh, PC later. Uh, Morrowind. Oh, so, yeah. I initially bought Morrowind for PC. Um, couldn't figure it out for the life of me. Um, it was... I was not used to... I was more used to JRPGs at that time. I was not used to that type of RPG uh, with that kind of openness. Um, so I just... I, I played on PC. I couldn't figure out what to do, and I gave up. Uh, then when it came to Xbox, I was like, you know what? I'll give this a second chance. I have friends who really love it, so... Uh, I played it again, and probably I I always say I wish I had they had had the hour counters like they have on modern consoles because I bet yeah I have over a thousand hours on just the Xbox version of Morrowind. Um, I played it that much. So I've never actually played original Morrowind. Mm-hmm. It doesn't hold up too well, uh, from what I gather. Yeah, I honestly don't think I'd be able to do it. Mm-hmm. No, it's 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 pretty bad. Um, but at the time, it was amazing. Uh, you know, there's a lot of frustrations with it. Uh, and then I ended up uh, buying it on PC uh, again later and playing a ton on PC. Um, probably another few hundred hours anyway. Uh, I messed around with the mods. I actually bricked my first com- second computer that I built myself um, by doing too many Morrowind mods that, that ruined my graphics card. <laughs> it melted the card. 
Yeah. Uh, so Fable 2 and 3 are, in fact, uh, backwards compatibility. Oh, that's amazing. I so. See, I almost I want to get an Xbox for backwards compatibility stuff. That's awesome. Yeah, I'm installing it right now because apparently either me or Eric have it digitally. <laughs> nice. It so. doesn't matter who has it as long as you have it. So I will eight gigabytes and it'll be it'll be on my my Xbox. Nice. Okay, what do you got next, Will? Uh, so the final game that I have on my list is Battlefront Two, Star Wars Battlefront. It's funny to me because I am actually not a big Star Wars fan in any way, but on my list for this console, I have two Star Wars games on there. Mm-hmm. Uh, kind of funny, but. I used to play so much Star Wars Battlefront. It was crazy. Uh, I loved that game. I loved being able to make it where, like, it's me versus an entire army. Um, I just had so much fun being able to control. I think this game introduced being able to be a Jedi or um, uh, a Sith warrior, too. I'm pretty sure Mm -hmm. they added that. And it's just kind of cool doing all the iconic Star Wars battlefields and doing these big wars and combat and stuff like that. and the new Battlefront games don't hold up nearly as as well. Yeah, unfortunately. Uh, also on the Star Wars front, Star Wars Republic Commando. Mm. Did you ever play that yeah. one? I did play that one. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, that's that's on that's up there with my top uh, top top X, original Xbox games. Uh, I have it on PC too, and I keep meaning to go go and play it and. I keep playing Breath of the Wild, so there's that. <laughs> uh, uh, MVP 2005 um, it was on the original Xbox. I didn't play it on the original Xbox. I played it on GameCube, but that game was absolutely amazing. Um, it's probably one of my favorite baseball games, anyway. One, I, one of the best sports games, probably, of all time, in my opinion. And then uh, uh, ESPN NFL 2K5, also. Oh, yeah, yeah. Probably, in my opinion, the best football game ever made. Uh, so good. Mm-hmm. Apparently holds up pretty well still. So, that's does it hold up better than some of those NES classic games? <laughs> I actually very briefly tried uh, Tech Mobile on the NES classic. Or, no, not NES classic. On the Switch Online NES games. Yeah, I played it on the NES classic, and it works a lot better on the NES classic than it does on the Switch. But I'll talk oh. about that when we get yeah, there. Yeah, we'll have to talk about that. But, yeah. What else you got, Will? That's really it. Uh, I had Halo 2, Halo, Knights of the Old Republic, Fable, and Star Wars Battlefront 2 uh, for my top games on the Xbox. I can get some other ones, though. Yeah. Uh, so I got Psychonauts. Psychonauts, uh, everyone that's played it loved it. It's a double fine game. I have it on Steam. I keep meaning to play it. Maybe one of these... Uh, Four in February, so I'll get to it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I, I've been meaning to play it because Psychonauts Two is coming out before too long, so I ha- definitely have to play the first one before Number Two comes out. Yeah. Oh. Uh I mean, I'm seeing the Grand Theft Auto games on there. Yeah. Uh, like San Andreas, um, Ninja Gaiden. Mm-hmm. Ninja Gaiden Black. Uh, I haven't played that one, but nope. Right. I know I know people like it. Jade Empire is another one as well. Jade Empire is one I wanted to bring up. That's another Bioware RPG, another well-loved Bioware RPG. Again, I have it on Steam and want to play it. I just haven't had the opportunity. Yeah. Someday. Uh, that's what's nice about my Steam library is I don't have to worry about those games ever disappearing. Exactly. <laughs> You'll always have them. And even if they don't like native, excuse me, even if they don't natively work on uh, Windows 10, someone somewhere has figured it out. So I just have to dig up that information and figure out how to get it running. Now, Dan, do you remember that party game? Yes, Fusion Frenzy. Fusion Frenzy, thank you. It's on you. my list. Okay, uh, yeah. <laughs> so, a lot of people criticized Fusion Frenzy for being a Mario Party knockoff. Um, but Fusion Frenzy was actually a really fun game, and I really enjoyed oh, yeah. my time with it. Uh, I don't think it was necessarily as good as Mario Party, uh, at least the early Mario Parties, um, but it was it was a very good game, a uh, very good party game in its own right. I remember we had the demo, and I played the demo religiously. Yeah, one of my friends have it. I never ended up owning it, but one uh, maybe even Eric had it. Um, 
but I know someone had it. I, I feel like they bought it too specifically because we were getting together to play video games. Yeah, and it was a good party game for everybody. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so I have Beyond Good and Evil. Oh yeah, okay. Yet another game I didn't play when it came out. I have it on not on Steam, but on UPlay, uh, and we'll play it at some point before the second one comes out. So uh, it's that that's there too. Uh, Chronicles of Riddick. Escape oh yeah, from Butcher Bay. I had this game and I remember really liking it, but I honestly could not tell you a thing about it at this point. It's been so long since I played it, um, but I do remember really liking it. Uh, what about Star Wars Republic Commando? I said Republic Commando, didn't I? Oh, did you? I yeah. wasn't sure. Yeah, that's a, that's a good one. Uh, like I said, one I, I have on Steam. I got it the big Star Wars package that I got most of the available games. There's been some new ones since that have come out that I haven't gotten, like uh, Rogue Squadron, um, Empire at War, a couple others that I haven't gotten yet, but I will get. Now, I have a bold take. Okay. Was the original Xbox the best string of star wars games maybe so we had public commando which was really good knights of the old republic knights of the old republic 2 both battlefronts both battle yeah i would say so i, I don't think they have those games have been topped uh, yeah i mean they tried to redo the new battle uh front games but they're not as well received as the other ones uh there's not a that a good RPG Star Wars game and Nintendo 64 had like Rogue Squadron and um, Episode Racer. Racer. Yeah. Um, Shadows of is it Shadows of the Empire? Shadows of the Empire, not Shadow of War. Shadow of War is uh, Mar- uh, Mar- Mordor. Mordor. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so Nintendo 64 would probably be a close second because that's only okay. three games. Xbox had more games five, like, five maybe yeah. more no yeah knights of the old republic one and two are probably the pinnacle of star wars games mm-hmm. I, I i hesitate to say that because i know a lot of people fondly remember like uh x-wing versus tie fighter and stuff like that but um are those that's a, those are games the, too no those are pc old pc pilot oh, okay. games. gotcha okay um i have no experience with those so i can't comment on them it's a little, yeah. little before my time yeah. So, uh, I got a few more. Uh, Rainbow Six Three. Never mm-hmm. played a Rainbow Six game, so. Uh, but that was that one came up a few times. Crimson Skies: High Road to Revenge. Now I had this game. I just never ended up playing it for whatever reason. I I started it and played for maybe two or three hours, and then I I moved on to something else. I don't remember why. Mm-hmm. So, I don't want to speculate at this point because it's that was a long time ago. Uh, <laughs> Phantom Dust is another one that I see brought up that one was supposedly getting remade, but I think they canceled that. Did Microsoft cancel that? Maybe. Yeah. Um, and then another one I wanted to bring up was steel battalion. So steel battalion was a $200 Xbox game that came with this giant cockpit mech controller, a bunch of buttons. I think it plugged into multiple ports. I never got a chance to play it, but, uh, I talked about Destroyer at the top of the episode. He had that and had had the whole Steel Battalion set up. Um, so our cousin Chris played it when he was younger. Um, so apparently a lot of people think that's one of the best mech games ever ever made. So largely large part because of the controller. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's all I have. I also wanted to give a shout out to the old first first. I guess first generation Xbox controller, the Duke. Remember the Duke? <laughs> yeah. How big it was? Yeah. <laughs> that thing was yeah. massive. So it was. And I never realized how much of a disadvantage you were uh, using it until the Xbox the Xbox S controller came out uh, and playing like, playing people in Halo that were using the S controller, the small the smaller controller. Definitely had a had a significant advantage over people using the Duke. Usually, you'd give the Duke to new players. Yeah, the newbies. That's how you haze them. Yep. <laughs> so, um, anything else? Will no, that's it for the games that I had. Yeah, it was a good system. Um, I was look. I actually, I don't think we did this this one before. We did the PlayStation One twice. 
best <laughs> best of the PS1 twice. I think I think it was like 50 or 60 episodes apart too, so it was a little over a year. Um <laughs> but we did that <laughs> did that one twice cuz I I was quickly got when I was I when I realized I hadn't played enough Tomb Raider. I didn't it was a crazy week. Uh, I'll get into why, but um I was totally thrown off in what what the days were and, and when I woke up this morning and realized it was Thursday, I was like, "Crap, I didn't play enough Tomb Raider." Uh, so I was racking my brain trying to figure out like what what we could do, and I was scrolling through our old episodes, um, <laughs> and I saw that we did the best of the PS one twice. So, <laughs> nobody, I like how nobody brought it up. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know how we missed that. That I mean, I guess I'm not surprised that we missed it, but I'm surprised someone else didn't bring it up. So I wanted to see because I wanted to see if we did the best of the Xbox. We haven't. I don't yeah. think we've done best of the Nintendo sixty four. I feel like we did, but. I didn't see it on there, so I'll have to go through a little closer and see. Maybe we didn't. We I don't think we did. I think we left off on the PS1. Did we go? Are we? Were we just choosing randomly, or are we going in an order like I think NES? We we're kind of to... going in order. I think we did NES and SNES. So the 360 and PlayStation Two and three. Yes, be PlayStation next. Play, PlayStation Two. I didn't never had. Yeah, same here. So I can't really. I mean, we could do an episode on it because I've played some of the games since, but Xbox 360 would be a definite one to do. Yeah, because we all owned one. Yeah. So. All right, well, nibble bits. So, Dan, I actually don't have any. Oh, it's okay. I got a few. I know you had some. I know there's one that we'll probably discuss. That yeah, there's, there's a couple. All right, so... From our first one, Fortnite has been cited uh, as a reason for, at least part of the reason for divorces. Uh, in the UK, it's been cited over 200 times, uh, which equals roughly 5% of all divorces in the United Kingdom. Uh, but in Fortnite's defense, it wasn't usually listed as the primary reason and also wasn't the only online game cited. So, uh, But it was mentioned in 200 divorce filings. That's sad that Fortnite's becoming this. Yeah, I mean, I get it. Like, it, it's fun, but I, I can't envision, like, just playing match after match after match after match after match. Ruining your after marriage match over after, it. Yeah, I, I can't. I can't imagine any game at that at this point doing that, um, but especially not, not, for, not an online game like Fortnite. Yeah, no. That's crazy that that's yeah. happening. It's still popular. Ah, no yeah. way. Super popular. Um, next, Sony announced the PlayStation Classic. Uh, so it's a mini PlayStation loaded with 20 classic games uh, and two controllers. The only announced games so far include Final Fantasy VII, Tekken 3, Jumping Flash, which I'm not familiar with that one, Ridge Racer 4, and Wild Arms. I wonder if Tactics is going to be on there. Tactics was one of the ones that a lot of people thought should be on there. Also, Final Fantasy VIII. A lot of people nah. said it should be on there. What about Nine? I don't. They didn't really mention Nine, and maybe it's because Nine is available in so many places, whereas Tactics and Eight aren't as much. Yeah, because I guess Seven's available everywhere, but that's the flagship yeah. game. That yeah, that yeah, definitely. So that that makes sense. Uh, this is cool. I actually I want to get one of these. I've got to see all the other games that are going to be on there. I would love to get one though. Um, yeah, and I actually, I actually like, I know they're reselling like an, you know, old system, but I kind of like the novelty of it. Like I have both the SNES and, and NES classics, uh, but it also helps with some accessibility problems that, that we run into nowadays with, with older games, you know, uh, yeah. those discs, especially from that era, like they don't last very long, you know? Um, yeah, so. no, they didn't. Yeah, no, I was actually really excited to see this and actually had no idea this was even in the works. No, nor I. It was, Came it out was of, awesome news. Well, I saw it on Reddit, and the first comment on that was, wait, what? Because <laughs> they had no idea that that was coming either. Yeah. It was definitely, legitimately out of nowhere. Definitely a surprise. Uh, and then also in Sony news, PlayStation Now on PC now allows you to download the game and play it offline, so you're not reliant on an internet connection which is great for me because I've had so much trouble with my internet connection, uh, which means I can finally play Bloodborne. Oh, yeah, that's right. I only played the first five or six hours of Bloodborne, so 
I definitely want to revisit that. Uh, I've got to figure out a good time to do it because it's a subscription service. I don't want to have to pay for it for longer than maybe a month or two. Yeah. But I, I will finally play Bloodborne. I'm very excited for that. That'll actually get me to be able to play some of the PlayStation 4 games now that I don't have mine anymore. Yeah. Yeah, there's a there's a few on there. I was pleasantly surprised with the... I think there's like 600 games on it now. Wow. And it's not too expensive. It's it may I think it's twenty dollars a month, but you can get you get a free like week or two trial. And I feel like if you sign up for like three months, you get a huge discount too. It's not okay. too bad. So definitely something worth looking into anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, how's your week, Will? It's good. I'm unfortunately really sick right now, so that's why my energy seems pretty low. Um and my voice kinda hurts too, so that's why I sound quiet and muffled and whatnot. But other than that, uh, I played a little Octopath Traveler. I actually kind of had a wall with that game. I It's not because I don't want to play it, but I keep losing at a certain spot. Oh, um, yeah. Yeah, so I don't know what to do there. Um, there definitely seems to be, like, a difficulty spike. The Chapter 4s can be difficult. Because uh-huh. uh, I'm doing Hamet's final fight, and it's just, okay. it's hard. Yeah. Very hard. Um, I'm trying to think of what else. Uh, I saw a movie over the weekend. I saw The Nun, which is a scary oh. movie. Uh, I didn't find it to be too scary. I don't know if I'm becoming desensitized to these scary movies or if they're just not as scary as they used to be. Yeah. Uh, but I was not as terrified as I thought I was going to be. Yeah, I I generally don't like scary movies, especially like not gore that's supposed to be like quote unquote scary. Um, mm-hmm. I mean, the last movie I saw that, that I thought was legitimately scary. I don't, I don't watch many movies, so, uh, you know, I can't claim to know all of them, but was uh, paranormal activity it was terrifying yeah. the first time I saw it. Cause it was so realistic, you know? Yeah. It kind of had that documentary feel to yeah. it. So yep. it seemed real. Yeah. Um, yeah. And the nun is based on the conjuring kind of universe. Uh, so if you've seen The Conjuring, they're kind of like all a part of that. So uh, that's where it's from. I saw it, and I wasn't too terrified. Um, I was able to sleep pretty easy that night, which uh, the scariest movie I'd ever seen was... Um, oh, I can't think of what it's called. I'm not going to be able to think of it. I can't think of it right now. But um, other than that, no, pretty boring week. Just doing school, uh, work trying to play video games mm-hmm. yeah i hear you i know you have a lot <laughs> uh, yeah i've got a lot going on so uh rookie camp uh episode eight we did we did we do it on sunday we did do it on sunday because i missed most of the giants game thank goodness yeah um, <laughs> we did we we recorded rookie camp eight uh sunday night it had octopath traveler yeah uh, so my wife played through alfin's story um his entire first chapter uh, one thing she did she she did that that I noticed right away was she didn't talk to everyone like I like to when yeah. I play a game like that, but she doesn't play games like that. So uh, she just kind of hustled through. It took her a little over an hour to do Alfin's Alfin's storyline. That's with dying once. So, um, but I th- yeah, I think she I think she enjoyed it. Um, yeah. And having recently played Final Fantasy VI, she saw like the older version of Octopath Traveler, kinda. Um, so it was it was good to have those two games kind of close together to to compare and contrast the two the two uh two I two time time frames for when the games came the out. The old you know? version of the JRPG and the newer version of what JRPGs are yeah, now. Yeah, a newer ver a new version of the classic JRPG. Yeah. yeah. That's how it is. That has a little bit of more quality of life changes to it. Yeah, definitely. Uh so she did that um also Sunday, uh, so I, I talked about it, but we're we were we're house shopping. Uh, so Sunday we went to an open house uh, for a house that actually the was the reason why we contacted the realtor we were using. Uh, but they were in the process of switching realtors for whatever reason, um, so we didn't get in to see it right away. We looked at a couple of houses. Well, it went back on the market, so we went to the open house for it. Uh, turns out that's the house we wanted. Yeah. Uh, so <laughs> Monday we went and uh, got our pre-approval, uh, put in an offer after some haggling. Uh, our offer was accepted for the house yesterday. Um, 
So my wife went to go do the deposit. We're just waiting for them to sign, uh, and then we'll be under contract for a house. That's exciting. Uh, yeah, I mean that's it's early. There's a lot of things that could happen that could that could cause the deal to fall through. But um, yeah, it's a it's a positive start anyway. It's, it's a perfect size house. It's not too huge, uh, not too small. Uh, really close to the elementary school, uh, like five minute walk to the elementary school where we will have kids going for the next 10 years. Uh, so that's nice because yeah. they, can, they can walk to school now. I don't have to drive them. <laughs> well, I, I'll, I'll walk them while they're little still. Um, but once they get a little older, they can walk themselves to and from school, Yeah, uh, which is amazing. Yeah, that that's going to be handy for you. Mm-hmm. Uh, four bedrooms, two and a half bathrooms. Uh, the basement's finished. Um, it's a, like a long ranch style house. So the, one of the the front part of the basement that it's it's walkout uh, is just a long long room. So as soon as we went down there, when we went to the open house, the kids were just racing back and forth. I was like, this is perfect. <laughs> and then right off of that room is a little room where we can have the the recording studio and our offices. Yeah. It's it's great. So that's exciting. Ho- hoping everything works out with it. So it, it will be positive with it you know yeah i mean really like uh the main thing we're worried about because you have to get an inspection oh yeah Uh, so they so they look for like structural issues or uh structural infestation like i don't mind a few minor things that i have to fix that's fine but if like if the foundation's crumbling that's a problem uh probably not one we'd want to commit to um so you know that that sort of stuff could happen but yeah We'll see. Like the foundation's probably crumbling in this house right now. Pro- probably not. It, it's <laughs> before uh, they they almost built houses back then to accommodate for all that stuff. You know, it's sometimes when I throw a ball against the wall, Dan, I just hear like crumblies falling. Oh, gotcha. <laughs> so I'm like, uh oh, that's probably the drywall crumbling on the inside. Oh, okay. Yeah, you're right. You're horse, right. Horse, horse hair drywall. Yeah, you're probably right with that. <laughs> that eases me a little bit. Yeah, that's probably what it is. <laughs> um. So there was that. Um. I feel like I had a few other things to talk about. I, everyone in my house is a little bit under the weather too. Mm. Uh, some colds school. and sniffles. It's school being back. Um, yeah. You know, mom and dad were up in Syracuse a couple days ago around sick people, so it's just uh-huh. a lot of that, a lot of that stuff. Yeah. Um, do you want to talk about the Nintendo Switch Online now during our weeks? Yeah, we could do that. Okay. Um, so yeah, it launched was was it yesterday or the day before? I don't remember. It doesn't matter. Um, yeah, and we wanted to like get together into a family group and split it. Uh, but I wasn't sure how the logistics of that would work with it being Nintendo. I ex- fully expected to be totally confused by all of it, but it actually turns out to be not too bad. Uh, so what I had to do is I had to create, cause I, I, you know, there's four people in my household that use it. And then, you know, you guys, uh, so I figured I, I would be best as as the head of the accounts and so you know using most of them. Yeah. Uh, so I went in, created a family group. Uh, my son already had a like a Nintendo username or whatever, so I made one for my daughter. Connected them to it. My wife already had one, so I connected her to it. Uh, so then I just had to email you guys a link to get you to join into the family group. I set I set it up and then I invited you guys, and that was that was it really. Uh, it was a lot easier than I thought it was going to be. Um, it, it worked it fine was, as far as I know, right? Yeah, it was very easy. I was actually surprised. As was Cause I. Because you, you know Nintendo sometimes doesn't always make it the easiest for yeah. users. No, and up until I went, actually went to do it, I was very confused on how, was, how, was, how I was supposed to do it. Like, it, I just never got a clear idea of, of what I was supposed to do. Um, but yeah, it took me like a minute to figure it out. And uh, we got it all set up. So it... You know, aside from the ability to play uh, old Nintendo games, NES games on on the system, uh, or aside from being able to play online certain games like Mario Kart 8, uh, Mario Tennis, Splatoon, all that stuff, uh, it introduced cloud saves, which I haven't tinkered with. I haven't saw if my game's uh, saved in the cloud yet or not. Uh, but it also launched the, the kind of Netflix of NES games. So you boot up this app with the NES games on it. <laughs> 
Uh, and it's got a, it's actually a, a fairly nice looking uh, app, I guess you could say. Uh, so you fire that up. You can choose to do single player, multiplayer, or online, uh, and play a bunch of different uh, old Nintendo games. Uh, Mario Brothers is on there. Mario Three, Tech Mobile, um, the first Ice of Zelda, Ice Hockey. Yeah, there's a bunch of games on there. Um, I briefly tried Tech Mobile, um, and it definitely doesn't play as nicely with the Switch controller, the Joy Cons. Yeah, uh, I feel like those games you need the old like d-pad and the two buttons side by side it was very weird to play it with with the uh, circ you know the the switch doesn't have an actual d-pad it's got the circle yeah. the four circle button so it's very hard to play uh, yeah i agree i can I imagine that's mario. kind of the case for, for the other ones i was playing a little mario 3 and i was having issues trying to like get it down i know as soon as i play it a couple times i'll be fine but yeah um it's just that initial barrier that i need to get by yeah, and they're launching the wireless uh, old NES controllers. Uh, and they actually click into the side of the Switch to charge uh, for $60. You get two controllers for $60. Um, so if you are really into playing those games on the Switch, I think that's that's a worthwhile thing. I have the NES Classic, so that's probably the preferred way that I'll, I'll play these games. Because, um, you know, I've got the old the old NES controller, which is... Oh, it hurts yeah. my hands a little bit, but you <laughs> you need to play those games with with the old controller. It's, yeah, it's built, they're made they're built for, for it. Them. Yeah, so it's definitely better that way. Um, but yeah, I, I don't really have any complaints about the NES online. Oh, there's the Nintendo Switch subreddit is just a wash with people complaining about it. But like, I don't I don't know for me for me like especially splitting it, it's well worth the cloud saves for me because if I broke my Switch, I would lose everything. And yeah. you know I've got 150 hour, 160 hours now into Breath of the Wild, uh, both my regular save file and master mode. I've got uh, 70, 60, 50 hours of Stardew Valley. Like I've got all these ga- Octopath Traveler, all these hours and all these games uh, that I don't want to lose progress on. You know, so so do you have to do anything special to get these games in the cloud, or does it just do it? I think it kind of just does it. Like I said, I haven't had the chance to really check on it so far. There is a screen you can go to to tell if uh, a save um, synced with the cloud, but I just haven't checked it. So yeah, and you know what? For eight dollars to be able to play these NES games and then have cloud saves and stuff like that, and be able yeah. to play online. Yeah, I mean, fine. I still play. I still play Mario Kart Eight online, like probably a couple times a month. So yeah. Um, yeah, my uh, wife wants to play Splatoon, so she she can do that at some point. Yeah, no, it's definitely more m- more than worth it to me. Yeah. Um. So that's all I have for my week. Uh, yeah. yeah. Should we get into what we played? Yeah, let's do it. All right. I'll let you start it. Yeah. So I played Octopath. Uh, I did. I've been working on Hanit's story. Um, and you know how it kind of builds up to you having to fight Red Eye, you know? Yeah. That's, how, yep. that's the, the gist of the story. Uh, so I'm trying to fight Red Eye, and Red Eye is just taking it to me <laughs> pretty good. Um, I can't seem to be able to beat him. Um, so I don't really know what to do. I kind of didn't, I forgot I had no items going into it, so I don't have any like revives. Mm-hmm. So when I'm doing this fight, if somebody gets wiped, if it's Ophelia, like I'm screwed and need to fight the rest of the battle down people. So I need to try and remember to pick up items. So I'm like halfway through the chapter, so I have to like backtrack all the way out to the town and then tell them, oh, let's hear another tale. You know how you, did, yeah. you do yep. that to be able to be free play again. So that's what I'm going to have to do. Um, so I've been doing that and I've been playing Hollow Knight again. Oh, nice. So I'm in the Crystal... Uh, what's that place called? The Crystal Cavern? Yeah, I don't remember the names. It's been a little while at this point. The Crystal area, but I'm trying to fight the Crystal Guardian. And he, I he, I fought him like maybe for two hours, and I just ca- I could not beat him. It was super hard. Um, I have to get used to being able to play that game again, because yeah. it's difficult, but... Uh, it felt good to play those two games again. It had been a while, um, and I got a I got to beat both of them. So yeah, uh, that's kind of what I was playing this week. Yeah, I'll definitely get through Octopath Traveler this year. I don't know if I'll get through Hollow Knight. Mm-hmm. It depends on 
uh, other games that I get, and I've got a bunch of stuff I have to finish now. So yeah, there's just not enough time in the day. <laughs> no, it it sucks. There's not enough time to play this stuff. Yeah. Um, but that's really kind of all I've played is just those two things. It sucks because I played a decent amount of both of them. I just didn't make any progress to really note. On, yeah. Um, cause I kept dying and screwing up. So hopefully by next week I'll have a little bit more progress made. Okay. Um, so I played a lot more Breath of the Wild. I can't. I can't stop myself from playing it, especially now doing master mode. It's so, so fun. Yeah. I, I, I wish I could experience that game again for the first time. You yeah. Know, I'll see it fresh, uh, but it still is an awesome game to, to replay. Uh, I beat the divine beast Va Varuda and Va Meadow mm-hmm. uh, to get Mifa's grace and Rivali's gale. Yeah. Um, and I, right now I'm just kind of, uh, I'm kind of wandering around gathering shrines and stuff. The The thing about master mode that I found the most difficult is that the enemies regain health slowly if you don't keep hitting them. Yeah. Uh, so especially when you're fighting the, the, the Ganon's forms at the end of the divine beasts, it's really hard if you don't keep damaging them. Um, so I'm not looking forward to, uh, uh, is it Thunderblight Ganon? Yeah. Uh, uh, in in divine beast va Naboris. yeah i think that's uh, that the was one. that was the hardest fight i had out of all of them so uh playing through the you know in the in the regular mode um but yeah it's 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 quite good yeah so i want to actually get back to playing breath of the wild so that's the problem the switch you know i want to play these other games but i also have this nagging desire to play breath of the wild too yeah so I, I give in to the nagging desire to play Breath of the Wild. Because <laughs> uh, I also played... What the heck is going on here? Okay. Because um, I also played uh, Shadow of the Tomb Raider. Um, I probably played maybe three or four hours. I'm not going to talk too much about it, only because hopefully doing an episode on it next week. Um, but so far, I really, really like Tomb Raider. Uh, it holds my hand a little more than I'd like at the beginning. Uh, it doesn't give you all your abilities and stuff all the way. It's it's Everything's kind of slowly unlocking, which I find annoying because it's the third Tomb Raider game. Uh, they're all kind of the same, at least as far as that stuff goes. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's 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 an awesome game. There seems to be a lot of uh, exploration that you can do and, and discovering secrets and stuff. I like the story so far. Um Lara's kind of in a in conflict with with Jonah, uh, which is interesting. So, so far so good. Uh, not to completely derail the conversation, Dan, but Baker Mayfield's playing. Is he really? Yeah. How's he doing? Really good. Nice. Well, now I, he just fumbled, yeah. but the lineman picked it up for a almost first down. Oh, good. Yeah, he Tyrod got hurt or uh, hurt. I think it was fake, but. Uh, Mayfield's playing the last two minutes of the quarter. Huh. Interesting. Um, I'll have to, I'll have to watch. The, is the new Tomb Raider um, darker, a little more edgier than the other two? Um, or is this, or is it tonally sort of the same? It it it's similar to Rise of the Tomb Raider tonally. Okay. Uh, it doesn't seem to be darker, at least not yet. I'm I'm fairly early still, so. Um, but. The, the interesting conflict at the beginning is uh, Laura's like self-centeredness uh-huh. and not in her being selfish as much as she thinks everything kind of revolves around her a little bit. Well, after the events of the first two games. Yeah, <laughs> but the, that's that kind of is what, what the, the genesis of the conflict between her and Jonah like. um. I don't get too into it, uh, but yeah, that's 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 a really interesting uh, thing that I've picked up on so far early in the game. So okay. yeah, I'm I'm really really in like playing. That's another one I'm interested in playing too. So yeah, I've got to uh, you know what, I'll do it right now. I want to see how long it's gonna take to beat it, um, just out of curiosity, because I would like to. Get, get it done before too awful long 
Shadow of the Tomb Raider. Uh, main story is 14 hours. Main and extra is 21 and a half, which is probably where I'll be. That's not too bad. Completionist, 29 and a half. I probably won't do that. But that's not, not, that's not awful. That's, that's a pretty, that's decent. Um, so I think that's everything. Yeah. That I played. I still play Pokemon Go, but I don't really have anything to talk about with that, so. I actually haven't played that in a while. Yeah, we'll get into feedback here. <clears throat> okay, so I've got one from Tate. Um, so Tate says, uh, sup guys, this weekend will be the first weekend in a long time. I have time to game when my fast to work both nights. So I have at the very least eight hours of gaming this weekend. Booyah. Thinking of getting a couple indie games. Any suggestions? Have a good week. Y'all Taterade out. Indie game suggestions for Tate. Um, I think Xbox is his platform. I don't know if he has PC as a platform or not. So Hyperlight Drifter comes to my mind because it's newly released on Switch, so that's kind of relevant. Uh, you can play that on PC too. I think he has a PC to play stuff, right? Is it on Xbox? Let me check. Um, Hyperlight Drifter Xbox Microsoft Store. Yeah. I'm just interested because that that's a good, great suggestion. Yeah, it appears to be Hyperlight Drifter. Okay. Yeah, uh, for Xbox uh, One. Well, uh, type out there. See, see what else indie wise is on there. For the Xbox One. Yeah, I, I only say that because I know he offered to play Monster Hunter on Xbox. So I, I, I feel like that's his only platform. But I'm not 100 percent sure. Uh, Cuphead. Cuphead. That's a good In, one. Inside. Inside's great. Uh, Pit People. Yeah, I didn't play that. It's by the people who did Castle Crashers, so it's up my alley. I just haven't gotten around to playing it yet. Yeah. Um, there's No Man's Sky next, too. Yeah, that's not a bad one. Um, Dead Cells. I know uh, Eric uh, Wolf Reefer is a huge fan of Dead Cells. I have to get to playing that. Um, Celeste. Celeste is awesome. Astroneer is a game that I'm interested in. And then the underwater variant of that, Subnautica. Enter mm-hmm. uh, the Gungeon. Yeah, the thing with Inside is that it's short. Uh, Celeste is kind of short, too. Uh, it's super hard. But you could probably beat it in six to eight hours. So if you want something to like really sink some time into... No Man's Sky would probably be your best bet there, right? Yeah, that'd be the deepest game. Yeah. Especially with the new update coming out, there's a lot of stuff to do. So I'm reluctant to suggest that only because it's so expensive. Yeah. Maybe do Dead Cells. Okay, yeah. Dead Cells is a good suggestion. Hyperlight Drifter, again, is is, kind of short. Six, eight hours, I think it took you to beat it. Six to eight hours. Yeah. So you could get a couple shorter games and, and, and power through and beat them. If you want something hard, Cuphead, if you haven't played it yet. Cuphead's super hard. Uh, don't get gone home. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Yeah, so those are some solid indies. Yeah. Okay. Thanks, Tate. Good luck uh, gaming this weekend, man. Yeah, definitely. Um, okay, this is from Idaho Jake, who says, Hey guys, sorry I've not left feedback in a while, but I kept forgetting until it was too late. My son is at AIT. He'll be on a M90 Paladin, which is a tank with a howitzer cannon on it. After that, he'll be based in El Paso, Texas at Fort Bliss. Uh, hopefully he will come home for two weeks because he has 90% chance of getting deployed to Afghanistan. I feel for you, Dan, because my wife's birthday was on the 11th. My twins turned nine on the 17th, and my wife and I celebrated our 19-year anniversary on the 18th. Congrats, Ooh. dude. Yeah, September, yeah. man. Busy month. Not only is like a lot of people in my family uh, birthdays, but a lot of our friends have birthdays in September, too. So it's, cra- I don't, it's crazy. Um, 
he says, I have been playing Kingdoms of Amalur ever since THQ Nordic bought it and it's still an awesome game. I really want to get Shadow of the Tomb Raider, but I still need to beat Rise of the Tomb Raider first. The PlayStation Classic looks cool, but they until they announced the 20 games, it's a pass for me. Now for the Idaho Jakes This Day in Gaming History, 1988 Midway Games Incorporated renamed itself Midway Manufacturing Company. 1999, uh, NHL 2000 released on PlayStation. 2002, SpongeBob SquarePants and Play of the Month released on Windows. 2004, Def Jam's Fight for uh, Def Jam's Fight for a uh, released on all systems. Tiger Woods 2005 released on GameCube. Warhammer 40,000: Dawn of War released on Windows. 2011, Gears of War 3 released on Xbox 360. 2017, Minecraft dominated the mobile world, and 2018, Switch released a ton of downloadable games. Thanks, guys, and have a great day. Okay. So that was from Idaho Jake. Thanks, Jake. Yeah, thank you. Um, uh, that's cool that your son's working on a tank. That's, that's That would be awesome. That is pretty uh, cool. Hope he doesn't get deployed to Afghanistan. I hope he gets to stay here, but um, yeah. Yeah, if definitely. he does, you know, Godspeed. Mm-hmm. Braver than me, far braver was, than me. <laughs> I was literally just gonna say, you know, I want to sit in my comfy chair. So props to him, you know. Yep, serving. That's incredible. Yep, absolutely. Um, I think that's it for feedback. I'm gonna do a real quick double check. Okay. Um, just because I don't want to miss anything. Uh, Rachel sent in the game she wanted from last week, so I'm going to send that out to her. Two people, right? Yep, two. It's um, Tate and Jake, one and two. And I'm not seeing anything else, so. And Jake wins. I know who Jake. Winner, winner, chicken dinner. Call up the game giveaway list. Come on. Stupid. Having issues? Uh, I, t- Twitter. I forgot I have the Twitter app on my Chromebook, and I tried oh. to open the open it in the browser, and it was asking for a password. Big jerk. <laughs> All right, let me take Monaco off of here so it doesn't get claimed again. I don't remember which number it was. Uh, oh, 116. Okay. Monaco gone. Uh, I could take that off in there. Okay, Jake. You ready? Yep. 44. 44 is Ernog Unlimited. Or Ernog Unlimited. Ooh. That's come up a few times. I don't remember it, but. Okay. Next is 134. 134 is Natural Selection 2. All right. 14. 14 is Euro Truck Simulator 2. That's a good one. I can recommend that one. Nothing like driving truck across the country. Drive truck across Europe. (laughs) Very relaxing if you're looking for a relaxing game. 133. 133 is Magicka and Magicka plus 2 DLC. I don't know if that's Magicka 2 plus DLC or Magicka plus 2 pieces of DLC. I don't know. Can't clarify on that right this second. Jake? Magicka. We'll just say Magicka. Okay. Oh. Internet froze. Check. Check. Oh, Will's internet froze. Oh, of course it did. All right. So I will get the last number here. Let me call up my random number generator while I try to reconnect with Will. Uh, Okay. Random number generator. Number what from one to one fifty is one forty, which is anodyne. That's your last game, Jake. So your choices are forty four, 
which is Ernog Urn Limited, 134, which is Natural Selection 2, 14, which is Euro Truck Simulator 2, uh, 133, which is Magicka, plus 2 DLC, whatever that means, 136, no, not 136, I'm sorry, 140, Anodyne. So let us know what you want uh, for next week. We'll see if Will can rejoin just yet. Add. Hopefully his internet only went out for a second and doesn't take a full reboot of his router or modem. Because that'll just end the episode because we were pretty much done anyway. Uh, Rachel, I'm going to send your game out uh, after I finish here. So, Yeah. Doesn't look like he's going to be able to reconnect. So uh, that'll do it. Next week's episode is going to be on Tomb Raider, uh, Shadow of the Tomb Raider. It, it'll hopefully be Thursday night. Uh, hopefully I can do the live stream because, ugh, the Internet's been terrible, obviously. Um, so that'll do it for episode 374 of the Thumbstick Athletes podcast. I'm your host, Dan. Will, thanks for listening and get out of my basement. Thank you.